Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Blessed Feast of the Nativity of the Most Holy Theotokos, born of her righteous and holy parents, our patroness Anna and Joachim, we hear throughout, especially the vigil service, and especially the Feast of the Theotokos, a lot of fulfillment of Scripture, Old Testament, uh, shadows of she who was to bear God. In one of the hymns, it talks about she who is foreordained to become the mother of God. We talk about her as the ladder, the temple, and especially prominent in this service, this feast, is that she is a branch off the root of Jesse, that Christ is the blossom, and in one of the hymns, this is another Karabasia, because the exaltation of the cross casts a long shadow, forwards and backwards. Uh, we have today the death that came to man through eating of the tree is made of no effect through the cross. That is not the one I'm looking for. Here it is. It's the one right before it. O Theotokos, it still has the cross in it, but... O Theotokos, thou art a mystical paradise who untilled has brought forth Christ. He has planted upon earth the life-giving tree of the cross. Therefore, at its exaltation on this day, we worship him in thee, do we magnify you know that a great feast is coming when you go to another feast and the hymnody of that feast creeps into the feast prior to it. The exaltation of the cross is, of course, coming next week as a feast. But we celebrate and we especially honor the Theotokos, that mystical paradise, which is referring to the mind-bending reality that God actually came and lived within a human. That his body was put together within the womb of the Theotokos. And as the tradition and teaching of the church, she is all holy, she is the one for whom this was to happen. There was to be no one else. It was her. For God knew that she would be this branch, or we could still use, there's all, all of these metaphors don't have to make all logical sense, right? It's poetry, right? So she can be a blossom too, even though she's the branch. Even though in another metaphor, she's the branch and then he's the blossom. That's okay. It's Poetry, don't worry. <laughs> uh, it all fits together if you think of it like that. Uh, this is especially true, the Psalms and all this, that you see the Theotokos and all of the depth, all of the mystery. And it's not that we can take kind of Occam's razor. This is kind of that idea that if there's a problem or there's something the, the solution to it is the simplest solution, right? If there's a more complicated way and we think there's a simpler way, then you just cut away the more complicated. Orthodoxy doesn't really do Occam's razor. We revel in fullness, in uh, all 
that is present and makes things happen. I was having a conversation earlier today with an inquirer, and we were talking, we're getting into the weeds a little bit about justification by faith or, you know, uh, juridical forms of salvation or ways of talking about it. And it really kind of boils down to when you're talking about what doesn't give glory to God only, or how is salvation something that is a process instead of just a point in time? Because if you have in your mind the, a juridical like declaration of righteousness, you usually have an English or American courts you know, in your head, and you're thinking uh, there has to be this time where God says, you know, righteous or unrighteous, and you kind of freeze that, and that is the picture of salvation. So at some point, you get saved, uh, and all, there's all sorts of different conditions of this. You either can't lose your salvation, or you basically work out your salvation, but it all goes back to this kind of declaration that happens in this courtroom scene. But there's really nothing wrong with this court language, because it's in Scripture. This is how uh, we talk about being justified. We talk, it's in the baptismal service. We had it on Saturday. We had a baptism. Uh, and we talk about you are justified. The difference is instead of thinking of the courtroom where you have, you know, in England you'd have the, the little funny wigs on still. Uh, and here they still wear robes because guess what? Uh, our legal system comes out of canon law and from the Western church, uh, which is why they wear robes and why they have deference and all, the, all of that stuff comes from church. But you still have a courtroom. So you think of Job, the book of Job. You still have the divine council, which is God enthroned, surrounded by his angels. Uh, but he's not just there alone. He is always, this is always seems to be the focus of a lot of contemporary ideas of salvation. It's you and God, and there's nothing else in between you and God. You kind of close your eyes, you encounter God somewhere inside yourself, and it's kind of you, little itty bitty you, and then this vertical line up to this kind of terrifying God. But if you read scripture, there, it's, it's not this me, all on my own, standing before Almighty God, it is always you with everyone else around you. Because when you come into the presence of God, he's not by himself. And I don't just mean the three persons. I mean the angels, the saints. Look at the book of Revelation. Look at, there is always his friends, the ones that he has around him. Because the end of our life is not salvation that is some kind of internalized idea that we get and it's in the past it's done it's closed and we're going we've got our ticket punched and we're going to heaven it's that all of creation is to join in the glory of god and we're supposed to be a part of the glory he actually wants to give us the glory that he has in the way that we can handle it the way that we shine forth his glory. So, of course, when we come to a feast like this, and we are basically having a birthday party for the Theotokos, even one of the hymns, I don't know if it's a modern translation. <laughs> uh, no, actually, sorry, it was the, the homily from St. Gregory Palamas. He talks about bringing birthday gifts to the Theotokos. For him, that means uh, all sorts of doing good and righteous things. 
So this is for us, we are joining together, celebrating God's glory, his plan, his foreknowledge, his preparing for us the Theotokos so that he himself could come to become enfleshed within her, the ladder, the gate. All of these things that we need for him to be able to come and be with us, she provided for him. So we give glory and honor. We sing her praises, not because she has somehow become a god to us in that big G sense, but she is the Panagia, she is the All-Holy, because she has uh, had the Savior within her. So let us continue to celebrate her birth as she brings, as the hymnody tells us, a whole breath of fresh air to prepare for the Savior. The, today is the beginning of our salvation, and let us rejoice in it. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Tomorrow morning, we'll